0: Hi, Rebecca Shear here. If you've been listening to Circle Round for at least a few months, you've probably heard us talk about the mega-awesome, super-huge, wicked-fun podcast playdate. It's a podcast festival that WBUR, Boston's NPR news station, put together back in April. It was the first kids' podcast festival to happen ever. We invited all of your favorite podcasts to tell live stories. Wow in the World, Story Pirates, But Why, Brains On, Eleanor Amplified, and, of course, Circle Round. It was so much fun that we wanted to share highlights from those special live stories with you. We'll be back soon with a new Circle Round folktale. But in the meantime, here we go. The mega-awesome, super-huge, wicked-fun podcast playdate. Hello, Brooklyn! Yeah.
1: Hello, everyone. My name's Peter. Can I get a hi, Peter? Wow, and you're polite, too. I had no idea. Uh, I, of course, am Peter from the Story Pirates Podcast, and I'm so excited to do a show here for you today. This first story that we're going to do is so exciting because the author of this story is in the house right now. What? Put your hands together for Mr. Connolly Clap. There he is. Yeah. All right, great. Yeah. This story is called The Bear Who Wanted to Be an Egg! Oh, bears, bears. Oh, bears, bears, bears. I love being a bear. Oh, yeah, me too. You know, my favorite thing about being a bear is. What's that? What? It's going into a river, getting right in the middle, and just opening my mouth until a salmon jumps into it. A bear! Jesus, love that. Bears, 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 bears. bears. bears, bears. Oh, you want to know my favorite thing about being a bear? What? Yeah, yeah. Climbing up a tree, Uh grabbing a bee's hive, opening it up, and stealing their precious honey. Oh, bears, 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 bears,
2: bears, bears, bears. bears. You want to know my favorite thing about being a bear? Yeah! Okay, it's walking into a meadow. wriggling uh-huh. my paw toes And dreaming of being an egg.
1: Um, we don't understand that, and therefore do not accept it, don't approve, are uncomfortable and gonna are gonna slowly walk away now.
2: Oh, okay, see you later. Oh, wow. I want to be something I can't even imagine, like an egg. Maybe there's some creature in this forest who might be able to help me become an egg. Oh, I
3: think I hear doo-doo deer. A deer, a doo-doo, deer, deer, that's what I am. I'm a doo-doo deer. Oh, hi, boo-boo bear or just bear? It's just bear. Okay. (laughs) Um, I have a question for
2: you. Uh, How can a bear turn into an egg? I'm asking for a
3: friend. Oh, you want to know how to turn into an egg? Oh, well, I do-do not know how to help you. If it's an egg thing, you might want to ask the foo-foo fish. Oh, okay. And the good news is the fufu fish lives just right over there. Ah. On the other side of the mountain. Bye-bye. Good luck. Bye, doo-doo deer.
2: Okay. Just got to cross an enormous mountain. Okay. Well, this will be just fine as long as no one creeps up on me or nothing.
1: Yeah, that's the worst, right?
2: Yeah, it's so annoying.
1: And it's the worst when they're scary and want to eat you.
2: Yeah, oh, that is the worst. <laughs> yeah,
1: maybe a tiger who wants...
2: TO EAT YOU! Oh no! A tiger! I'm gonna chase you! Wait a minute! Can we have a dance chase?
1: I don't see why not. Come back here! Wow! Gonna eat you! I'm a tiger on a mountain! I'm a mountain tiger! I forgot what I was doing! I think I've been tricked.
2: Oh, I did it! Oh my goodness! (coughs) Oh, I think I made it to Fufu Fish's (coughs) house! (coughs)
3: Welcome to the house of the Foo Foo Fish.
2: Oh, wow, amazing. Hey, Foo Foo Fish, uh, uh, I'm a bear, and I would like to turn into an egg. Oh, you want to have some
3: eggs? No problem. Oh, no. I will lay some eggs for you right now. Oh, egg, no. egg, egg. I'm eggs, eggs, uh, <laughs> eggs. Uh, <laughs> uh, laying so many eggs, uh, eggs, eggs. <laughs> eggs.
2: Oh, wow, foo-foo fish. Uh, <laughs> I'm exhausted. See, I didn't want to see you lay
3: eggs. Uh, I wanted to be an egg. Oh, you want to be an egg? Oh, man, I'm no. sorry. That's, that's a pretty cuckoo idea. Oh. Yeah, if you, want that, if you want to be an egg, you might want to talk to my neighbor, the Cuckoo King, because that's cuckoo bananas. Did somebody Wait. say
1: cuckoo? Ki- wow!
3: there whoa. are eggs all over the floor. You're welcome. It is I, Cuckoo King.
1: Thank you, Foo-Foo Fish.
3: You're welcome. I'll take these eggs with
1: me. <laughs> Who are you? What's your deal? What do you want? Can you turn me into an egg? I must admit, I have no idea what I'm talking about. But it sounds like you don't need a magical solution. You need a scientific solution! Hey! Go see my scientist friend. You'll never guess what his name is. Su-su scientist? Oh, you know him?
2: Yeah, I've heard about him. All right,
1: well, go see Su-su scientist. Genesis, great band.
2: All right. Hey! Oh, that must be Susu Scientist! Susu! Hi,
3: hey, I know what you're looking for, and I'm afraid I cannot sue anybody for you.
2: Oh, no, 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 no. I'm not interested
3: in any sort of litigation. Oh.
2: I want the science part.
3: Oh, well then maybe I can help you. I was just working up a new gadget here in my outback. Oh, gadget? That sounds promising. You see, I'm a bear. Yeah. And I want to be an egg. Oh, you know what? I think I could make just the gadget for you. Really?
1: Yeah, it's just going to It take... sounds like somebody needs a montage gadget building song. Am I right?
2: Uh, No, not well, really. I think... Great. Steve, seven, eight, hit it.
1: Oh, this is the gadget montage song because it
3: takes a long time done? to make I'm done. a gadget. Done. was done like it immediately. It's awkward, abrupt ending. Well, anyway, okay. uh, here's the gadget. Just hop on in. Okay, I'm going in the gadget. And spin it around.
2: Ooh. Boom, you're an egg. Oh, wow, it's exactly what I hoped. Oh, I can't wait to show my bear friends. Bears, bears,
1: bears, bears. I gotta burst, burst, say, though, burst, I think the 74th favorite thing about being a bear. What's that? It's the whole teddy bear thing, because I'm not just all vicious, you know? I'm cute, oh, yeah.
2: Hey! Oh! Whoa.
3: You sound like our friend the bear, but you look like
1: an, an egg? egg?
3: Exactly.
1: Uh, so you got what you wished for, I guess. So, what do you like best about being an
4: egg?
2: Oh, I like doing my egg dance.
4: Uh. All right, stop.
1: We are about to tell you what we think of that egg dance. That egg dance was, was. excellent! The yeah! yeah! already please check out the story Pirates podcast wherever you find your podcast. and if you can stick around for all the awesome other shows presenting today do that but whatever you're doing have a great day goodbye
5: Bye. i think we're ready to start the show with uh something right i think we should do it how we usually do it what's that a theme song oh yeah
6: hi everybody we are brains on i'm molly bloom
5: i'm sandin totten and i'm mark sanchez we are a show that takes your questions about the world, and we help you find the answers using
6: science. And today, we are going to answer questions all about sound. So right. to get it started, since it's all about sound, we would love if you guys could help us by making some noise. Yeah. <gasps> oh, Wow. That is some excellent noise. Some noise. Okay, Ice. so we're going to kick it off formally with this question. As we
5: always do.
7: From Oakley. Hi, my name is Oakley. I'm from Nashville and I want to know how sounds and vibrations work.
5: Sounds are vibrations. It reminds me of my sick beats. (laughs) Okay, check this out. As Mark is laying down his sick beats, his lips and his vocal cords are vibrating. And then that vibrates the ear around them, which vibrates more air around that, which vibrates more air, on and on and on, until it eventually vibrates the air in your ear, and your brain feels that vibrations on the eardrum, and says, I'm hearing Mark Sanchez do some sick beatboxing. Let's give it up. Who who could do that?
1: Who is ready for the mystery sound?
5: (gasps) This is a special game we play, where we're going to play some sounds, and you guys are going to guess what it is. It's really fun. I'm excited. I'm excited. It's
6: not the mystery sound without the mystery sound sound. Good. Yes. All right. So, Mark and Sandon are coming out into the aisles. They're going to take your guesses for these mystery sounds we're going to do. All right. Let's get those ears open. Listen. Some of these are quiet. All right. Here's the first one. Who's got a guess? Oh, back there. Lawn mower. A lawnmower. Lawn mower. Excellent. Who else has a guess? Cat purring. Cat purring.
1: Can I, can I make a guess? Can I oh, make yeah. a guess? I think it's a cat purring lawnmower
6: hurry cat purring lawnmower. Interesting. The answer Pretty is sure. a cat purring. Oh. Good work, everybody. All right. Next. Who knows this one? Anybody? <laughs> yeah, what's your guess over here? A phone. A phone? That is part of it for sure. Any other guesses? A droid. A droid. Another phone over here. Ooh, a droid. One more guess? One more guess over here. A dial-up modem? (laughs) The answer is a dial-up modem. You're older than you look. (laughs) That's how we used to get on the internet. Back in the day, ask your parents about it. They'll explain it to you. Fun fact, you couldn't use the phone and the internet at the same time. You'd have to gather around the computer as a family and wait. All right, so here's the last one. (laughs) Yes, over there. A bird. A bird. Excellent. Something falling. Like a sound from a movie. Sound mm, from a movie? Wow, like, like a sound effect? A tea effect? kettle. Tea kettle. A siren. Siren. Okay, I want everyone who has a guess right now to just shout it out in the count of three. One, two, three.
1: Exactly. Those How are
6: did really you know? good guesses. Okay. The answer is that's a bearded seal lives in the Arctic and makes that trilling sound. It sounds to me kind of like a UFO.
5: Oh, I'm pretty sure I saw this guy ordering coffee here in Brookline just (laughs) recently.
6: Well, let's give one more round of applause for all of the amazing guesses. And thank you for coming out today. Thank you, that is
4: our show. Good afternoon Boston, how are you feeling today? Prepare yourselves, buckle up kids and parents, It's the most exciting, most thrilling, most awe-inspiring adventure story podcast you're going to hear in the next 45 minutes.
7: Eleanor Amplified! Miss Amplified, former rocket scientist Dr. Gordon is calling. Hi, Dr. Gordon. How are you? I'm terrible. Awful. And I need your help. Okay, okay. Calm down. Take it from the top, Doc. Last night, I caught some bad guys ransacking my laboratory. No. They were trying to steal plans for my new invention. Invention? What invention? Shh. I can't tell you that. Spies could be listening. But my new invention will change the world. Hmm. Okay, but if you chase them off... What did the bad guys take? It's not what they took. It's what they left. Huh? A map, Eleanor. One of them dropped one, and it shows the exact location of a rare mineral. And I need it to complete my adventure. Don't you see, Eleanor? The bad guys know when I'm making and want to go get the mineral first. You've got to help me. Okay, where is this mineral? It's found only in the Amazon.
4: Gordon, Mr. Richmond here. Eleanor will absolutely help you.
7: Hey. Oh, good. Oh, thank you so much. I'll see you soon in the middle of the Amazon jungle. Okay, goodbye. Ms. Amplified, wilderness and jungle expert Veronica Hazard is calling.
6: Veronica? Veronica, this is such a coincidence. I'm going on a treasure hunt
8: in the jungle. Ah, now you're talking. What are we waiting for? Let's get cracking. Another beautiful day in the jungle. Dr. Gordon, exactly what are we looking for?
7: I told you, a rare mineral to complete my new adventure map. According to this map, it's an ancient Amazon temple. And we're very close, Eleanor. Better watch it, Doc. The jungle can be a danger.
9: Implified, stop!
8: <laughs> oh, look, it's a, a cute little gerbil or something. This is a draconius malilastrum. It's a deadly... Vampire hamster <laughs> Veronica, seriously? Come on, it can't be dangerous <laughs> Now you've done it! <laughs> 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 Run away
7: very fast! I'm running!
4: can cannoli! That
7: thing is angry And it's clearly very fast <sighs> 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 I think, I think we lost it And look, we ran straight into the ancient jungle
8: temple Alright now be careful, these ancient jungle temples are
7: usually booby trapped. Look, over there, there's a statue, but what is it?
8: Gordon, no, it's a trap! <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I told you! What is that strange flying thing? It's a serpentia! A la 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 la, la it's an
4: Get back, you beast! Harrah, Captain Cap- Shoddery! Yes, you have to show these flying, funny little nasties who's boss. Take this! Harrah, Yes, off you go! Shoot, Eleanor, you are in great jeopardy.
5: But, well, yeah, but, I mean, how specifically?
4: There are very bad people, and they're chasing after Dr. Gordon. They're spies. You know, I'm no archaeologist, but something's fishy about this temple.
8: Yeah, like these primitive paintings on the walls.
4: And over here, this appears to be an arrow pointing to a large switch. That switch? I'm going to open it! No! 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 No. No.
8: Welcome
0: to Amazon Land. Whoa. Oh,
8: what is it? An, an amusement park? That's right, Amplify.
7: Angela
4: Angela Brand.
8: <laughs> That's right. And I'm not alone. Professor Ignomi.
7: Yes, Professor Ignomi's here too. And B. Who are you? <laughs> I'm
4: Lars, the Lars Bot. And free will did not work out for me. Yeah, I know you're still half robot. Brent, you'll never get your hands on that mineral.
8: Yeah. There's no mineral here, Captain. No mineral? But don't you want to steal my new invention? Oh, we'll get around to that. But this was all about Eleanor. What? Me? me. Oh, yes. We planted that fake map in Dr. Gordon's laboratory, don't you know?
7: Because we knew you'd go to get help, and they'd bring you to us, Eleanor Amplified.
4: Why is this some deadly trap
8: nope it's a prank we did all this just to mess with you mess with me oh absolutely and our evil masters the omicron gammas say hello oscar and gretchen are behind
4: this who else but your worst enemies eleanor
8: (sighs) oh great lord Brimlore, you're here too great and me you should see the look on your face Oh, and you brought Toadie? <laughs> 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 that's it. That's it. I've had it. I've, I've had enough. We haven't even started. The Omicron Gammas aren't just super villains. They're super bullies. And just think about it. If they put this much effort into a tiny little prank, just think of the evil, delicious schemes they've got planned for you. Yes.
4: Yes, the pranking will continue. Then we'll be there to help you, Eleanor. Yeah! Yeah.
1: (laughs) We'll never stop fighting you, you vile, evil... um...
7: Could someone please pick me up? What? It's Eleanor's phone. Where's Eleanor? She said, I'm over it, and put me on the ground, and left. What?
4: Eleanor Eleanor Amplified is name!
0: And listeners will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash CircleRound. That's Indeed.com slash CircleRound. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Before we get back to our story, have you heard about the Circle Round Club?
10: I'm Jane Lindholm. I am the host of But Why, a podcast for curious kids. So the first thing I want you all to do is to close your eyes. Pretend you're in a forest at dusk. You're walking along. It's very quiet. And then suddenly, that is a female barred owl. She's calling out to other owls, saying something like, Hey buddy, where are you? I'm over here. The calling you're hearing now is from a couple of barred owls, and they're being territorial. Do you know what territorial means? Yeah, territorial means, hey, this is my tree. You stay away, and by the way, Any mice that you see on the ground, those are mine. I'm eating those mice. You get out of here. Have you ever heard a barred owl? Yeah. Did you know what barred owl babies sound like? Yeah, they're talking now. These are barred owl families. The babies make very high-pitched squeals as they talk to their parents, and I think they're saying, I want those mice. Get me my mice. Does this sound like the way your family talks? A little bit. So we have more questions about owls, so should we answer a few now, live? Okay. Could you give a great big round of applause for our friend? Her name is Bridget Butler, but we know her better as the bird diva. Let's welcome Bridget. Hi, everybody. Could we actually learn how to make an owl call? Would you
9: guys like that? Sure. So owls make sounds that we can't make. And the way that people describe them is they put words to them in order to kind of remember the patterns and the pauses and put all of that together. So, ornithologists, people who study birds, say that barred owls say, who cooks for you? Who cooks for you all? That's kind of silly. Yeah, can you guys try that? Who cooks for you? Who cooks for you all? Now here's the thing, Jane. If you go out in the woods and you just say that, yeah, it's not going to work. So we have to make it hooty. Are you guys ready to make it hooty? Yeah. All right. So the first thing we need to do is get our owl face on. Are you ready? So we're just going to do one hoot and we're going to go hoo hoo. Ooh, this is a good group. Very nice. Now we're going to mimic that same pattern with our owl face on. I'm going to call first and then you call back. Are you ready? All right. Here we go.
10: That was amazing. You guys were awesome. Can you help me thank Bridget Butler for coming today and sharing her knowledge with us? Thank you, Al. Thanks so much. Thanks for having me. And thanks to all of you for coming today and making bird sounds. You guys were excellent birds. And we are so thrilled to be here at this festival. Thank you all very much for coming. Thank you. Okay, and without further ado, circle round.
0: Our first story today originally comes from the country of Sweden, and it's called The Magpie with Salt on Her Tail. There once was a young man named Theo, and Theo was always wishing for things. Oh, If
11: only I had a
0: horse to ride, or a sled, or a boat. Theo knew chances were good that his wishes would never come
12: true. Then, one day, he met a wise old woman. Tell me, my child, why do you look so down in the dumps?
11: Well, you see, all my life I've wished for things. But even though my mother and father work hard, we can't afford any of these things. (laughs)
12: My dear, clearly you haven't heard the legend of the magpie. An old legend says that if you go to the forest and sprinkle a pinch of salt on the tail of a magpie, whatever you wish will come true. But you must wish quickly before the salt falls off the bird's tail. Because if the salt falls off before you make your wish, it will never come true.
11: Wow! Thank you. From now on, I'm going to carry salt in my
0: pockets wherever I go. And he did. Now, magpies, these black and white birds with shiny green and violet wings, they were quite common in Theo's village. But try as he might, he could never get close enough to sprinkle salt on any of their tails. After a week of chasing down magpies, Theo finally found one that let him come close. Here, birdie, birdie. Now... If I could just sprinkle some salt on your- just like that, the bird flapped her wings and flew to the nearest pine tree. The same thing happened again and again all day long, until-
12: Theo! Theo woke with a jerk. It's me, up here, in the tree! Magpie,
11: you can talk?
12: Yes, Theo, I can talk. I'm actually an enchanted princess, and you will have your wish. But only if you help me. Of course I will. I'll do anything. All right. Get me a pocket knife. The finest one you can find. Then I will sit still so you can sprinkle salt on my tail.
0: All right, then. Whatever you wish. So, Theo went out picking blueberries. He then sold his berries at the market. With the money he made, he bought a pocket knife. He brought it to the magpie in the forest.
11: Oh, magpie! I brought you your knife!
12: that's no knife for a fine princess such as myself. But my wish!
11: (sighs) What if I get you a knife with a gold handle? Then will you help me?
12: You know what? I don't even want a knife anymore. But you can get me a sled, a beautiful sled.
11: All
0: right then, whatever you wish. He thought for a moment, suddenly, He knew what he would do. Uh Aha! First, he found some leftover wood. Then he used the knife to carve. He carved wooden spoons and cutting boards. He even carved toys for children. He then sold everything he made at the market and eventually earned enough money to buy a splendid sled, which he brought to the magpie.
11: Oh, magpie! I brought you your
12: sled. Now, may I sprinkle salt on your tail? Do you really think this sled is good enough for a princess? But I
11: thought you said you asked for a knife, I brought you a knife. You
12: asked for a sled, I brought you a sled. How much more can you possibly wish for? Here's a question for you. Do you want to sprinkle salt on my tail or not?
11: I do. So what if I uh, buy you a better sled? a uh, One that's shimmering with silver and gold?
12: No, no, that won't be necessary. I want a carriage and horses.
0: All right, then. Whatever you wish. Poor Theo left with a heavy heart, but he would not give up hope. Whatever the cost, he was determined to get the magpie her carriage with horses so that he could sprinkle salt on her tail. Just then... It began to snow. Before long, the ground was blanketed in white. Suddenly, Theo knew what he would do. Aha! He took the sled to the biggest hill in town. Before long, everyone was there, eager to play in the newly fallen snow. Theo hired his sled out to anyone and everyone who'd pay for it. Soon, Theo had made enough money to buy a horse. He trained the horse and taught it to do tricks. He put it in horse shows. Soon, he had enough money to buy an elegant carriage. He braided the horse's manes, attached the horses to the carriage, and drove off to the magpie in the forest.
11: Oh, magpie, I brought you your horse
12: and carriage. Now, may I sprinkle salt on your tail? You call that a carriage fit for a princess? Well, now
11: that I know that, I can, I can go out and get you different horses and a different
12: carriage. I no longer want a horse and carriage. I want a castle with 100 rooms and a garden, a rose garden. <laughs> get me all of that, Theo, and you will get to sprinkle your salt on my tail. All right, then. Using his new horses
0: and carriage, Theo began to drive around town. People noticed how magnificent the horses were and how smoothly the carriage rode. Before long, they began hiring Theo to drive them here and there. And eventually, his horse and carriage business had raked in enough money for Theo to build a castle. It took about a year, but once everything was finished, Theo drove back to the magpie in the forest.
11: I've built you your castle, and beside the castle is a rose garden.
0: Now, may I sprinkle salt on your tail? This time, the magpie did not flap her wings or shake her head.
12: It is truly glorious. Just as I asked, Theo smiled, but... There is something missing. Something missing? Yes, yes, I know, I know. But a fine princess such as myself needs to maintain her court. I need to pay my royal advisors and my butlers. I want three chests filled with gold coins.
0: All right, then. Whatever you wish. Determined to finally sprinkle his salt, Theo went back to work. He used his knife to carve marvelous things out of wood. He rented out his sled for rides. He rode people around in his many horses and carriages. By the time five years had passed, he had earned enough gold coins to fill three enormous chests. He dragged the three chests to the castle and set them down in the banquet hall. When the magpie flew into the grand room, Theo pried open each chest's massive lid. Oh, magpie, here are your
11: chests full of gold coins. May I please
12: sprinkle salt on your tail? Yes, Theo, you may. Theo sprinkled the glittering crystals on her tail feathers. So tell me. What is it you want? Remember, if the salt falls off my tail before you make your wish, your wish will never come true. The truth
0: is, Theo had forgotten about that part of the legend. In fact, he'd been so busy working these past few years that he'd even forgotten his original wish.
12: The salt's beginning to fall, Theo. One flip of my tail feathers and it's all gone. One... Two. Just a moment.
0: Just a moment. Let me think. But for the life of him, when Theo tried thinking about what to wish for, his mind went blank. Three. The magpie flipped her tail feathers, and Theo watched as the rest of his salt went flying across the room. Looking at Theo, she opened her beak and began to laugh. <laughs> The magpie's laughter filled the banquet hall. It rang in Theo's ears until he couldn't stand it any longer. You
11: make me so angry! Now I know what to wish for, a cage, so I can lock you inside it and never have to deal with you ever again!
12: Well, that wouldn't be very nice, would it, Theo? Locking me away after I have granted all your wishes? Theo was confused. What do you mean,
11: after you have granted all my wishes? You haven't even granted one of them.
12: Don't you see? Thanks to me, now you have a fine pocket knife for carving wood. You have a swift speedy sled, you have beautiful horses and carriage, you have a grand castle and garden, and now you have gold, and you never had to say a word. It's...
11: It's true! I worked so hard just so I could sprinkle some silly salt on your tail, and in the end I needn't wish for anything. Anything at all.
12: Well... What do you think
0: about that? The magpie flapped her green and violet wings and lifted off from Theo's hand. She soared out of the grand banquet hall, out of the castle, past the rose garden, and back into the forest, where she hoped to meet another young man or woman who was always wishing for things. So with that, I'm Rebecca Shear. Thanks for circling around with us. Thanks for listening to highlights from the mega-awesome, super-huge, wicked-fun podcast Playdate. To check out more of the podcasts you just heard, ask a grown-up to visit applepodcasts.com slash kids. Or download the Kids Listen app. It's an excellent way to listen to all of your favorite kids' podcasts and find new ones. Thanks so much for listening. We look forward to circling around with you again soon.